and I am here with my friend and fellow astrologer Christina Rodenbeck and we are going to be talking to you about the astrology in the month coming up and of course this starts on a very auspicious date December the 21st the day of the solstice when there's some major astrology playing out so this recording is all about the year that ends and the year that begins so a really significant time how's it been for you Christina what, the whole of 2020? Yeah. Don't make, don't make me do it again. No. Uh, actually, uh, very well, we've just had these eclipses, haven't we? That was interesting. Yes. How about um, you? Well, they, uh, it's interesting. They were, you know, because they're across Sagittarius and Gemini, which is an education axis. Mm. So there's been a lot of stuff around, literally around education uh, with my kids. Yeah. Um, a little bit startling some of it mm. um but i think we've had a breakthrough Good. um and that so there's that uh i have my the really straightforward um eclipsy thing that happened actually was that my sister who's a sagittarius ha- had a torn retina so she literally had an occ- occultation of her right eye it's wow. fine she's you know, they fixed it it's going to be fine um but that i mean it's extraordinary i think Mm. and i had a big i've had a really interesting offer to teach in china wow which is also yeah i'm really really excited about that yeah which is also a big breakthrough and for me you know the this um personally I, i mean i have a jupiter moon conjunction in gemini which is in the 10th so this is a teachy kind of uh placement i guess a teacher's placement Mm -hmm. yeah and that and that solar eclipse in sagittarius is in the 10th house for pisces yeah exactly you know career vocation abroad as well (laughs) sagittarius the foreign sign perfect yeah Yeah, it's perfect and it it was a breakthrough you know and also it came out of the blue i wasn't expecting it i hadn't done anything you know i haven't pitched for anything i think this is the really interesting thing about eclipses that and you know we do see this time and again don't we it brings highs and lows hmm. you know i had a sagittarius friend who was traveling on that solar eclipse which is not a date i would have chosen <laughs> <laughs> i was a bit nervous for her but you know she got where she wanted to go although it did take a long long time it took about i'm almost three times as long as it should have so it was kind of quite a journey but she did make it in the end Whereas, you know, for me, I'm wanting to get abroad. I'm wanting to try and, you know, move to uh, Greece. And at the moment, for me, these eclipses are just putting the brakes on. Yeah. I'm still in lockdown where I want to be. So I'm not going to go at the moment. So, you know, this it is this real. There's some wins, but there's losses as well. And, and very much it's been the axis, hasn't it, of education and travel. Travel. And, you know, the plans are not in your hands. That's what really an eclipse is saying, isn't it? You know, you, you plan as much as you like, but something yeah. may come in from the outside and there you are. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And, yeah, d- my partner, David, also, had, you know, he had a big uh, teaching, you know, mentoring thing open up for him as well, actually. Mm. Um, Good. Yeah, with people abroad again. Yeah um so that was very so we've had actually it's been quite a good eclipse in this household 
Is it out, hasn't it? Well, it's yeah. probably been the opposite for me. <laughs> <laughs> so there we go. We get one one who wins and one who loses. <laughs> no, no, don't put that. I'm not. I don't see um, it like that. I'm on the losing team this time. Dan. Oh, Sally, no. <laughs> anyway, always the optimist. <laughs> It'll happen next year. We're all winners. All shall win prizes here on yes. our podcast. We all win prizes. <laughs> Uh, so we're, we're moving into Capricorn season, which is, you know, it's very interesting. I think this um, last section of the, the year when the sun is in Capricorn, kind of catching up with all this major Capricorn astrology that's been going on. So straight away, you think it's going to be a significant year for Capricorns, isn't it, really? Well, it is because all the, uh, you know, it's it's huge, isn't it? Mm. The, the Capricorns in you know the Capricorns have had all those heavy planets in their sign they've had a lot of power yeah. you know in 2020 and you know I know I always go on about Jeff Bezos of the Capricorn but who can help mentioning him yes is a great example of a um of a Capricorn who has accrued a massive amount of power and money in yeah. 2020 and I'm sure that you probably know people like that in your of your own acquaintance in yeah own those of you who life. don't know he's the ceo of amazon i mean you know online he's, he's business now that's just gone bonkers he is actually the richest man in the world now so those yeah. jupiter pluto conjunctions in capricorn which do often signify huge massive wealth. wealth yeah have been amazing for him haven't they i mean the other the other person that um i noted who's done extremely well is lynn manuel miranda who is the absolute genius he's one of my kind of role models at the moment in a way I just think he's a hero type um you know he produced and wrote acted in starred in Hamilton which was been a major success um on Broadway and in this in the UK as well all around the world actually Um, (laughs) I'm just thinking maybe we should write a musical called Zodiac um (laughs) I'm kidding Uh, Okay, good. Glad about that. Well, perhaps he should write it. But it's See, a, he's a role model, you know. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's, I mean, and that, I mean, I loved Hamilton, you know, it's rap music, but to this, based on a historical figure, you know, yeah. I mean, only Capricorn could get away with that, I think, um, in a way. But, and also this year he had Disney, they've bought the film rights to Hamilton. So he got a nice little $70 million package at the start of 2020 so here we are we have some of these capricorns who've just gone woof i mean you Mm. know they've done very nicely financially but as always you know that jupiter pluto is extremes isn't it so we don't really know what happened in their private lives i think i think bezos had some divorce thing going on etc and what are they going to do with all that money that's Mm -hmm. that's my question well, hopefully good things like Capricorn Dolly Parton, who's become a real philanthropist and, you know, who gives books out. She has a massive literacy program. So, you know, that's that's the best thing to do with it, isn't it? Yeah. Become yeah. Philanthropist with all that. Well, I could create like Dollywood. Have you been to Dollywood? No. <laughs> Sevierville. Um, yeah, it would be it would. I can't see sort of Bezos wood working quite so well. Um, mm. So what do we think about Capricorns? I mean, as a star sign, it's an interesting sign, isn't it? Because um, I think, again, it's one of these where in your head, you know, you, if you think of a Capricorn, you see someone in a sort of formal dark suit with a briefcase and there's this real... Um, so long. 
Yeah, I mean, the workaholic of the Zodiac. I mean, if anyone says anything about Capricorn, that's what, you know, you get the image of or you get the... Mm. um, the sort of influence that's, of that's the, the the cliche isn't it about capricorn and they do like to work but yeah. it doesn't mean work has to be something boring yeah. or you know whatever work is interesting yeah um i have a juke uh, sun saturn conjunction i like work too yeah um yes they like to work but it's a sign which connects earth and spirit mm. you know it's a uh, part goat part fish mm. it's a mythical creature Mm-hmm. um you know capricorns are sh- uh, you know our local shamans here are both capricorns mm-hmm. you know quite famous ones um and i think it is a shamanic sign it's bringing um matter and spirit together yeah um and uh in a very kind of practical way quite often yeah they yeah, yeah. They're, they're very but, good manifesting things into reality or into form aren't they it's about making things manifest. It's about making spirit manifest. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Capricorns can be, um, there are a lot of good astrologers who are Capricorns. Um, notably, the financial astrologers are quite a few Capricorns in that, of course, because they are they are interested in, in money quite often, but not money for the having of it, mm-hmm. but money for the what you can do with it and how it makes things, it makes things go. Yeah. Yeah, and the researchers, they love the, the research, don't they? They're so thorough in everything. I mean, they will mm. check everything out as well. Excellence is a, is a um, excellence and quality are two Capricorn words yeah. to do th- things very, very well. Yeah. You know, the Capricorn living up to their sun sign is not going to buy a crummy pair of shoes mm. or go to Primark. You know, they want something, they buy things that last, things that are good quality. Um, and they can create very good quality relationships as well. Yeah. Mm. And I think they do, you know, this, uh, I think where the, if you're going to say the workaholic side of the Capricorn mm-hmm. comes into its own is that, um, Capricorn is just, you know, I always think of them having a mountain. They, they like to have these long-term goals, these things to work towards. And then they have all the very natural ability to make that happen. They they have commitment, they have discipline. They put one foot in front of the other until they reach their top of the mountain. And then they're looking for the next mountain. Yeah. That's, you know, it is this long-term, that's what they're superb at. Um, well, I, I like- They're often very successful at what they do. Yeah, I like David Bowie as the example of a Capricorn who is both, he is shamanic, he's doing something about bringing spirit down. And as you say, he had these goals, you know, he would do, you know, he did one album after another, you know, and the album, you know, and he worked really hard, even when he was completely strung out in Berlin, you know, the Berlin years, um, he was still working really hard and he was working at becoming as well, you know, and the other thing about Capricorn that I think is interesting is this idea, which I think is true, is that if they can get past a certain age, unlike Elvis, for instance, who is a Capricorn who died young. Mm-hmm. Um, but if they can get, they get better as they get older. Yeah. You know, they really do. Yeah. Although yeah. there's also this thing, quite often they had to be old when they were young. Yes, they're often um, old head on young shoulders, aren't they? they? They quite often have to deal with a lot of responsibility when yeah. they're young. And I think the Saturn return, 2930, is a massive turning point for Capricorns. It's their planet. And that's very often when you see them coming into their own. Um, yeah, or even they just older. sort of flourish 
kind of that mature like a a fine wine I also because I think it's really you know the Capricorn means horned goat mm. and, and I love the fact that we now have this acronym goat greatest of all time which I just you know for me it just feels such a a Capricorn um saying in a way you know Muhammad Ali the boxer was Capricorn and he used to declare himself the greatest of all time and <laughs> we have these amazing you know Bowie Elvis Sinatra they only need one name you know exactly who they are all Capricorns um mm. so I think that's quite interesting as well they do tend to be once they you know I remember with David Bowie he just didn't want to stop performing stop creating stop producing I mean it's just that's that's in their lifeblood really work they're here yeah. to do work yeah and the work can be like I said it can be interesting it doesn't have to be a um, it does that it's and I think that's something that we can all learn from Capricorns as well mm. or from your where your Saturn is in your chart from your Saturn is that actually it's important to have good work yeah um okay and speaking of which um good work the good works we are going to have this jupiter saturn conjunction on the 21st on the solstice and it's major and so saturn is moving out of capricorn finally after having been there pretty much since december 2017 yeah um where it, it it likes the sign of Capricorn, it rules the sign of Capricorn, and it also rules the sign of Aquarius. So it's not moving out of rulership now. In fact, it's moving into even better rulership. Um, some people would argue. Yeah. But it does mean that there is a shift in power. And this conjunction is really, really important. Yeah. Uh, because it's, it, it happens every 20 years. Yeah. And this is the first time it's happened in air since a long time mm. for since 14 something mm. um was the last time it was in air but the last time it was in this part of the sky was 1226 so this this conjunction which is called the great conjunction is considered by traditional by ancient astrologers to be incredibly important to signify the um a generational change is upon us again and the last one was in 2000 yeah just in Taurus, wasn't it? So, you know, money, produce. Uh, yeah, and it's been in those earth signs for about 200 years, mm. um, with the exception of 1980 when it was briefly, when it was in Libra. So we're now transitioning from earth generation, generational conjunctions, to air generational conjunctions. Yeah it's really really important and it's important to know where this is going to be in your chart also incredibly significant to us as astrologers because it's at zero degrees Mm. of aquarius and Mm. you know this great conjunction can happen anywhere within signs it could be at 14 degrees or 12 degrees or whatever it doesn't happen Mm. so it's at zero degrees which is saying this is the beginning it's on the winter solstice now the last time it was in this part of the sky it was on the 14th of march it doesn't have to be on the winter solstice it's on the winter solstice so this is the nadir the bottom the wind you know midwinter yeah another another beginning though isn't it because the solstice absolutely so they start the new season so again there's this real sense of this new beginning um 
it will i you know we're recording this beforehand I'll, i i will be interested to see what kind of starts to seed or starts to grow actually on you know on the day of the solstice on the jupiter saturn be really interesting to see what's seeded you know yeah. in in the world on that date but i mean we've already you know we've already got some idea of what we're moving into with this air territory mm-hmm. because you know 2020 is just it's moved us online massively yeah. i mean you know the remote world um has just exploded you know like jeff bezos amazon mm-hmm. richest man you know anything online all these online um activities have exploded in a way so that's you know this the technology is going to continue in mm. this new era we're moving into something you know completely different um so it's going to revolutionize work it's going to revolutionize study travel maybe whatever i mean it's going to revolutionize so many different areas of life so we're kind of seeing what we're moving into on this sort of bigger picture and i think we've got the technology it's not like there's going to be new inventions necessarily they're already there it's a matter of utilizing it, of bringing them into, into use, yeah. you know? So therefore, you know, the Zoom, as you say, this is, and a lot of this stuff, because there's been earlier this century, there was big planets in Aquarius as well. You know, there, there was the Uranus and there's Neptune. There's been this Aquarian feel to this century already anyway. Mm-hmm. And now it's really beginning, going to be manifesting. And there will be, um, changes in lots of because these are two planets that are to do with society in general they're like these uh, you know jupiter and saturn are to do with social structures and hierarchies and how we structure society and who runs things they're to do with also with the leaders Um, and it's interesting that we so have a such poor leadership at the moment at this this sort of ending phase Um, and it'll be interesting to see who comes in as our new leaders Um, and whether we'll have a more, I mean, the hope might be that we'll have a more communal approach or more democratic. That would be sort of Aquarian. That would be the good side. The bad side, of course, is that uh, there's the thought police side of Aquarius yeah. too. It's yeah. going to be strong next year for sure. I, I'm, I'm convinced of that. Yeah. Um, you know, that's my way or the highway. People will yeah. be thinking. It's a, and it is a fixed sign, Aquarius, isn't it? It's yep. fixed, and and you know, Aquarius is very much they can do this. I'm right, you're wrong, and I think again we're seeing that we're seeing a real divide in society. You know, the vaccine is the obvious one. Um, where people That's get very it. positioned, very positioned on you know, on what to do for within society and whether it takes away individual rights. So we're seeing again. Um, these sort of uh, subjects that are coming up that are going to be heightened in 2021. In in this country, Brexit, um, people think, oh, Brexit will be done on the 1st of January, whenever it is. Mm. Oh, no, it won't. (laughs) Uh, We will continue to be having this whole discussion about what happens with Brexit, what, you know, we will start to see the results of that decision. manifest properly now um because because of the as i was saying that you know this is the manifestation of ideas isn't it because aquarius is a sign of ideas saturn makes things happen um so we're going to start seeing what that brexit means in reality yeah in this country um and you know in other countries it's going in different directions isn't it uh i'm I'm also interested to see what happens with the new silk road for instance Mm. 
across Asia that the, the Chinese are building. Because um, I think that is something that's going to happen. Yeah. You know, and that's what maybe one of the big things of this coming 20 years is the new Silk Road. And we, it is, you know, with this Jupiter Saturn, it is important to remember that this is just the start of this lengthy yeah. chapter, isn't it? You know, there may be things that get seeded or, or get put in place near the beginning, but this is a long way to play out. So, um, And on a, on a personal level, I would say now, think about what you, what do you want to start yeah. that will last a long time? Yeah. And for each sign it will be in a different part of your chart yeah so i you know obviously for aquarians this is really personal yes it's the first house isn't it it's first house for aquarius so it's personal goals names and also personal health but you know your body yeah yeah Um, you know where do you want your body to be in 20 years time you know how how are you gonna uh and it's about discipline and work Mm. this combination of planets Mm. um so should we go through the signs and just say i think we should because i think it's really important so and this is about just so people keep in mind this is about starting something yeah you know um and at least having the notion of starting it Mm. Mm. now Mm. Uh, you don't have to actually do anything but you just at least have to seed that idea yeah and the aquarius i mean aquarius is going to be so strong for the first four months of 2021 yep and then for the last five months of 2021, because that's when Jupiter's there as well. So just kind of saying that it's, you know, you're seeding something for at least the next year, if not longer. Oh, I think it's for longer. I mean, I think you should really think long term. Yeah, um, 20 year chapter, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Think long term. Why not? It's exciting to think like that. I mean, this is one of the things that astrology gives us. You can think in terms of like today and next week mm-hmm. and next month. But you can also think of in terms of 10 years time, 20 years time. Yeah. And every now and then we come at a moment where it's really, really useful to think that yeah. and say to yourself, actually, you know, when I'm 64, what is it going to be? Yeah. So should we just go move around like Pisces and then we move yeah. around and leave anyone else out? So it's an interesting one for Pisces, actually, isn't it? Because it's um, 12th house. It's kind of the most hidden sector of the horoscope. So it's something it's kind of inner, inner work, inner change it's interchange it's collective Mm. and i think it's about first i mean it'll be different for different pisces but i think it is also about how do you make some collective ideas manifest Mm. um and it's about imagination which of course is always the for many pisces i can't speak for all of us but for many pisces your imagination is just Mm. your thing Mm. actually Mm. um and it's about how is that going to um, expand, but also become more, you know, what, how are you going to make that more real? Mm. So I that's, think, go on. I think it's also for a spiritual path for Pisces Absolutely. as well. I think that 12th house is, is very linked to spirituality and, and your connection with something beyond yourself. So I think that's another um, key factor for Pisces. Yeah, Pisces, you may actually, I mean, this is the point where you decide to become a Buddhist or you may go on a, I mean, for a Pisces to honor this particular conjunction, mm. going on a retreat would be the thing to do. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, for sure. You know, this is about a withdrawal and a consideration, but without disconnecting. Mm. Um, 
so it, it's an interesting one isn't it that withdrawal to the monastery because or wherever it is the nunnery the the, the place of retreat because you withdraw but you stay connected to the numinous you the stay unseen. connected to something higher yeah. yeah which is very pisces actually finding something beyond yourself i think that's a pisces theme well it's a good place to have this conjunction can i say because saturn likes to be in that part of the sky mm. for you know it likes the 12th house yeah. um and 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 it's just expanded by jupiter yeah. so it's actually strengthening your ties to the numinous um so aries aries it's society isn't it it's the 11th house so it is it's very much about the groups the ties uh, your place within society could um, be political as well political yeah yeah um i think i think this could be political you know you you uh it's about who what groups you belong to and what you don't belong to yeah you know, I, I, think, I was going to say for aries i mean aries is is great at being the activist yeah um you know that sort of the the sense of aries being on their charger and defending the underdog whatever it is that that really appeals to you as an aries it's it's kind of time to play your part within society yeah and you may i think that for aries at this point it's deciding to cut ties with certain groups actually it may be like that's it um because you need to make space for the new group that you're going to be part of yeah um it may also be starting a new group so it's the same time and it could be online as well absolutely various technology could be online um, um taurus are we ready to move on to taurus yeah taurus is a very interesting one uh <laughs> so really important for taurus for two reasons well a it's at the top of it's on your mc um so career vocation. so it's career vocation direction how other people you know how the public sees you yeah. all of that it's like the beginning of your career. It can be the beginning of a new phase in your career. Or, but it's also or or the, the end. end of your career and the beginning of a new phase of freedom as well. I think that's a real, you know, yeah. Jupiter there as well. It's kind of bringing a chapter in your career um, to the to an end. So you have more freedom. So you have a new kind of direction, new vocation. And it's really, really important for Torians. They're gonna you're gonna be like a motor. I think because you have Uranus in your sign, which is Aquarius's other planet. Yeah. So you're doubly getting this Aquarius energy into your into your sign, and it's working with you really, really well for Taurians. Yeah. Um, I think that they're going to a lot of Taurians are going to have a big change. Yeah, and I mean the two founders of Extinction Rebellion in this country, which is you know. Um, protesting to get climate change moving they were both taurians so you know there's there's straight away you can see this this is you're going to be at the forefront of some probably quite important and key activities as well if you want to be if you choose to be um you know defending the earth uranus in taurus that's kind of you know what it's about for me yeah and also shocking people Yes. Which is actually a kind of an Extinction Rebellion thing, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Um, I, I, you know, some of their statements are quite shocking mm. and that it's using shock as a tactic. Mm. Mm. Um, I'm not suggesting all Torians do that, by the way. No. Put no. away that cattle prod, okay? Um, 
Um, yeah, it's finding your way with, within that. <laughs> yeah, but you, you may shock yourself, I think, Taurus. And you yeah. may and it's a great time for Taurians to have a radical change of life direction. Frankly. Yeah, it's a re- it could be a real awakening. A yeah. real awakening. Yeah. Um, uh, it, it's that sort of life is short, seize the day, isn't it, for yeah. Taurus? Yeah. Which, uh, which being a fixed earth sign doesn't always come naturally. So this is this is a real kind of wake up call, I think. Yeah, it's good. It's good. You know, it's exciting. I and mean, it looks like a really exciting year ahead because of this. Mm. Um, so that's for Gemini? Uh, Gemini. Well, for Gemini, this is like at an easy angle, you know. Uh, so it's a your fellow air sign. It's going to be a very air year ahead, 2021 anyway. Mm. And this is the beginning of an educational or something maybe educational or something that maybe you may move abroad. Like if you've been thinking, shall I move to Timbuktu? Mm. I, you know, I want to, but shall I? You should, because mm. frankly, you're going to be completely connected up. The technology is there for you to do it now. Yeah. You yeah. Know, shall, shall I move to, you know, Zurich? Mm. Uh, yeah, do it. Because you're still going to be staying just as much in touch with your old friends anyway. Yeah. I know, I know Geminis who are thinking about kind of um, gaining new qualifications, yeah. committing to a period of study. And, you know, Saturn will be in Aquarius for till 2023. So actually, it's an excellent time to sort of sign up and commit to a two to three year period of study under this for Gemini. Yeah. Or teaching. Or teaching. Yeah, to, to become the, the teacher that you should be. Yeah. That's their life direction. But, you know, a lot of Geminis are teachers, yeah. uh, communicators. You know, it's also published the book. Mm. You know, so many Gemini, Geminis are journalists and writers. You know, it's the writer's sign. Mm one of the writer's signs and you know this this is the this is the time to make a commitment to doing maybe something more serious than you've been doing mm. up until now or more more or just bigger you know like a big book instead of like little radio plays cancer we need to speed up a bit oh okay oh, well okay, i don't cancer. want to miss anyone out but i'm just aware of well, there's a lot of other stuff to talk about for yeah for this i know month it's a month. so i mean cancer this is one of the money sectors um it's the financial axis so it's about investments savings mortgages joint finances so it's kind of looking at the partnerships that you have thinking about the contracts uh getting things moving in in that area of life it's also kind of the eighth house is about things that are hidden and taboo as well so there's a sense of stepping into the unknown or doing something different. Um, mm. You know, it could be about sexuality. Um, it could be something new in that area as well. It's kind of taboo issues, isn't it? The eighth house. Well, it's a weird house, isn't it? I mean, it's partly, there's two things you can say about this one for cancer, obviously is to mention the word security or financial security is really important. You should mm. be securitizing it, right? Having a plan. Mm. of how things are going to work out for a long time but the other thing that is eighth house is taboo subjects Mm. like such as the occult or sex you know and both either either both and or this may be these may be subjects that you are ready to kind of get into you know are you going to kind of i don't know join a coven or something um 
Yeah, it's the esoteric world, isn't it, yep. as well? So, you know, it might be a good time to become an astrologer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we're in there. We're in there with the sex and death house, right? Yeah, we are. We're there. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's big, yeah. big for Leos. Yes, it is. Deal. Yeah. Um, as big for Leos, I think, as it is for Taurians, for instance, or for yeah. Aquarians, because it's in your relationship sector. This is about the beginning of a new relationship, maybe, or renewing your old relationship. It looks like the year ahead is also going to be very good for meeting new people, making new contacts, mm. you know, falling in love if you need to, but making new partnerships. Yeah, or letting go of one that's not working out. Perfect Absolutely. time to do it. When Jupiter moves into your relationship sector, you know, freedom is a theme as well. If you're feeling tied or controlled, you know, let go. Jupiter is, is, is urging you to let go. But it is very much, it's about, you know, it's these significant partnerships. Get the right people on your side. Make the, you know, joint ventures, business partnerships as well. It's personal and professional. But it's you through your connections, it. through your connections. Sorry? And you can do it this year. That's the thing is it's available to you. These there will be people in your life with whom you can make good, good partnerships, strong partnerships. Mm. And you'll want to let go, cut out the ones that aren't working. Mm. So I think that one thing I would say to Leo's is be discriminating in your friendships this year. Yeah. Because you can afford it. Yeah. You know? um, so Virgo. Virgo. I'm just house. Six so it's you know it's an interesting one it's kind of it's it's work on a more everyday level it's your routine it's um your health which is very key virgo feature it's the things you do day in day out what you commit to it's the habits um so really good time to kind of look at what sources you resources you on a on a daily level i'd say um and also the six houses are being service to others, which again is a very Virgo theme. Um, you know, being useful. Where are you it's useful? How are you making a difference in a way? It's also just the workhouse, isn't it? Yeah. It's what it, maybe you start a new job. Yeah. Um, and there, it's a good time to start a new job. Uh, you need to be prepared to work really, really hard mm. because that's likely to happen with this con combination, uh, especially this year. Um, and also you may lose a job. I think that, that the, this is, um, you know, you may find that, you know, the situation's vacant. So you need to rethink what, how you're doing stuff. Yeah. And, and also look at online things as well. Look at how to use technology in, you know, in what you're doing as well with um, it falling in Aquarius, which is such a technological sign. Yeah. I think it's also to do with jo joining other people like doing i'm mean, just thinking that a lot of um burgers are body workers in some way you know they're doing they're doing some kind of physical stuff quite often and think about how you can work it together as a co-op or something it's about who you work with yeah um and choose again like i said to leo be discriminating you mm. can afford it um, you can afford not to work with that person that you really can't stand anymore because someone great is going to come along yeah. to step into their shoes. Um, okay, Libra. so Libra. Libra. Yeah, another air sign. So it's, you know, this is a really nice angle to your chart. Um, Libra, it's, the, I mean, Aquarius is play, you know, it's the sector of your horoscope that's to do with play, 
creativity, what you give birth to. So it's um, it's a time when children and pregnancy are foreground, uh, also romance and love affairs and doing things that give you pleasure, actually, with Fifth House. It's a very creative sector. So it's about how you express yourself, your skills, your talents, your hobbies. It's really, really nice. Let's put it like that. Lucky Libra. Damn. <laughs> I wish I had Libra rising. Um, but yeah, it's very good for people, you know, for anyone with Libra rising or sun in Libra or even moon in Libra. You know, this is really, really nice, mm. this angle for you. And it is, uh, you deserve it, man. You've had a very, so a lot of Libras have had quite a difficult time um, with all that stuff in Capricorn. So this is, it's about pleasure. What gives you pleasure and actually investing the time and energy in that and expanding that mm. and letting that take up more of your life than it has before. Mm. Yeah, no, it is nice. It's really, it is sort of, you know, trusting your heart as well, I think, moving forwards. Do, do the things that light you up in life um, and have that kind of as something to move forward with. So Scorpio, home, family. Yeah. Base, another important angle, actually. Another, it's about foundations, isn't it? So um, this is the beginning of, 20, of a 20 year thing. I mean, it may be that you actually have a child now yeah. or that you a grandchild or that you leave home, you know, or that your children leave home. This is like really fundamental stuff mm. of fa fundamental family stuff. Mm. Yeah, it's kind of, it's interesting, isn't it, with both Jupiter and Saturn there, because there's a feeling of needing to sort of find where home is or establish mm. roots, whereas Jupiter actually wants freedom quite a lot of the time. So it may be that, you know, uh, you take home with you or you you kind of, you know what is home this is kind of almost an existential thing where's home which you know as a Scorpio I'm sort of at the beginning of a really new chapter I think it's a good time to move house yeah you know, I really do uh, uh, you know what what could be a better time to move house yeah than this uh, well, you know mm. leave, leave the past behind yeah or to to adopt or to extend your family or to move with, in with a community all these kind of, you know, it's these key areas to play around with. To make a serious decision, though. Mm. Um, and I think that that's something that I'd like to emphasize for everybody. This is a serious conjunction. Mm. This is not trivial, even for Libras who are having it in such a ple pleasant area of the chart. You know, it's like making a serious commitment to pleasure, mm. a serious commitment to family or home for Scorpios, mm. a serious th commitment to relationships for Leo. Mm. You know, that you're, you're, thinking about these things as you know thinking about the structure of your life um okay where are we we've done Sagittarius. oh okay we're already at Sagittarius yeah Sagittarius just um two to go Sagittarius <laughs> it's your communication sector uh, and education again as well isn't it I mean education know. community neighborhood it would be uh, a great time to start a course yeah, start a course or start a new initiative within your community. Um, yeah, and, I mean, and marketing, it's going to be good for kind of marketing and, you know, um, going viral on social media. You know, if you're in sales or marketing or any area where you need to promote what you do, this is an exciting time. It's about finding your voice, getting a radio show, starting a podcast. It's all, you know, it's the spoken and written word and that and, and spreading what you know as well, spreading your wisdom, experience, expertise. So what, like, you, 
what you start now, what you, you know, may last a long time. And it may take some time to get off the ground, I think, for Sagittarians, because you're, you know, as soon you need your Jupiter needs to get away from that Saturn, you know, they, they do that initial conjunction at zero Aquarius, and then Jupiter starts running from yeah. Saturn. Yeah, as fast as it can. Jupiter wants yeah. to go into Pisces in May, really. It's a sign of rulership and stop having Saturn dominating. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, interesting. Um, and finally, Capricorn. Yeah, well, it's all about money again, isn't it? Like, I keep on thinking about Jeff Bezos's billions and, you know. Well, mm, mm. and what he's going to invest in next. Isn't he into space travel, Jeff Bezos? Yeah, he, well, I imagine isn't, I imagine isn't cheap. <laughs> Uh, yeah I mean I hope he is actually going to do something more about saving the earth but um than rather than blasting off into space but you never know but yeah it's about what you're going to do with all of your ill-gotten or well-gotten gains from previously that's partly what it is and it's about being serious about money yeah and your talent and it's you know if you're not Jeff Bezos and you're much younger if this is time to invest in your own talent mm. and put you know put your money where your mouth is and mm. believe you know believe have some faith in your own talent and your own ability to make your way in the world mm. um and to become a master of something to become uh you know excellent mm. and getting savvy about money i mean learn about money get knowledgeable about it you know really mm. don't just sort of take it for granted kind of build for the future um find out what's new what's you know what to invest in if you've got money but yeah it's this is the area for you to seed something new so we've done all the star signs i'm aware we've only got about 20 minutes really okay to bounce so, through the month. sorry so i think to we bounce. need, mm. <laughs> I think I we need to, to bounce through the month bounce through um, okay. okay let's let's uh, one thing i want to say is that for me it's you know on December the 25th, Christmas Day, there's a Mercury-Uranus trine aspect. And isn't mm. that just so classic? I mean, that is about, you know, if you're going to communicate with people, it's going to have to be on Zoom for a lot of people or technology. And that we'll probably find that the internet crashes because so many of us are needing to, you know, we can't be with people in the same way, um, you know, right now. So I just thought that was such a kind of classic symbol for Christmas Day. Okay, let's all connect over the internet. Have yourself a virtual Christmas. Virtual Christmas. Um, And then then the full moon, really, we need to talk about on December the 30th in Cancer, sign of home and family. And that's when Brexit's happening. Really? Yeah, I know. Um, Just, uh, yeah. I mean, Cancer is also about clan and country and where you belong as well. It's a bigger theme. But it's, I actually, you know, that full moon in Cancer on December the 30th is to me, that feels more like um, about connecting with family, um, being with the ones you love. I mean, whether that's going to be possible physically, I don't know. But it feels like kind of a lovely end to the year in some respects, um the full moon in cancer it's kind of being cozy it's kind of being um turning in and being with love well it, it does actually make a um a sextile to uranus again you know uh, uh, but that's fine it's not distant horrible it's distant absolutely fine it's like having someone in with you yeah you know uranus is an amazing time machine traveling 
thing planet and it's working really well with that moon so i wouldn't worry at all about um you know i think that that people might find that this distant connection is actually pretty good yeah um i mean the other thing that's happening that just after that full moon is that uh mars is finally moving out of aries now we're finally getting to the, to the end of this long long mars transit through aries mm. and people may calm down a lot when mars goes into taurus which is what date is that is that the sixth that it it's goes into sixth taurus? of january yeah, yeah. it's the sixth um, of january and this is something to very much look forward to i think mm. uh, on the other hand if you you know if you're in aries uh, you need to get your stuff done, you know, use that incredible Mars energy for the next, you know, from the 21st of December up until the 6th of January to get that stuff done, mm. you know, um, and the same, you know, if you're a Sagittarian, you know, if you're a fire sign that you have stuff that you need to get done, use that energy and Taurus, it's going to have this effect, you know, it's interesting, they're saying how important that conjunction is for Taurus. To Taurus, then you're going to have this Mars energy come in. Yeah. So you're going to have, be on fire, you yeah. know, yeah. R- racing into the new year. Yeah. And I like that. Mar- I mean, Mars is going to kind of fire up all the Earth signs as well Taurus, Virgo, Capricorn, in a good way, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, 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 it gets things moving um, with Mars in Taurus, Mars in Earth. I always look forward to having Mars in my sun sign actually i i think it's really a really good thing to have a really good transit it only comes every two years yeah um so it's, not, it's been too long for aries i think this time uh uh yeah some, I mean, some some areas are exhausted with yeah <laughs> uh, for six months you've had mars kind of firing you up and but then putting on the brakes when it was retrograde yeah exactly so i think it's good it only lasts about six weeks it's something to always look forward to yeah um and you know for libra of course mars in aries has may have been quite difficult for librans Mm. because there may have been some hostility some having to have arguments something like that and this is going yeah yeah but um, yeah i think any area of your life that's been conflict and i think this is it's good news for all the cardinal signs aries libra capricorn because you've had mars at quite a challenging aspect to your star sign so you know whether it's been at work or at home or with your close relationships where there's been kind of argy barges and conflict that begins to ease as mars moves into mm. taurus and interesting two days later venus moves into capricorn you know also really- very calm you know yeah. these they, we're going from these fiery things to this much calmer feeling and yeah. more i would say also more focused you know um i think i quite i like mars and taurus in particular i I think that mars in aries um has been over it's been unleashed you know it's been hysterical uh you know there's been like this uh, people have i mean just the whole u.s election was under this mars and aries you know and it's all been very worrying Mm. um and hopefully this will calm tempers down a lot Mm. And I think the Venus and Capricorn will too, because Venus comes along in Capricorn and starts smoothing out all that, those ruffled feathers that uh, Capricorn, all those planets in Capricorn have created over the last year. Mm. Both Venus and the sun are in there shining. The sun is shining a light on that Capricorn stuff. 
whatever massive changes have happened for you, what big endings have happened for er anyone this year, you have that sun shining on it and there's nothing, you know, there's, it's like bleach, isn't it? You know, it's the um, disinfectant of sunshine um, on those things that have been revealed. And I, I think that actually some of the kind of muck that has been dredged up, if you imagine it kind of drying out a little bit um, and smelling, stinking a little bit less, but we'll be able to see it more. So I'm interested to see what further scandals will be revealed actually. Um, as the sun goes through Capricorn this year. Mm. Yeah, I like, I mean, I like that Venus move into Capricorn on the 8th as well for um, both Cancer and Capricorn and relationships, finding sort of more uh, stable ground with that. Mm. But what do you think about this new moon in Capricorn um, on January the 13th, which is really significant, <sighs> you know, this, it's really significant. It's at 23 degrees Capricorn, which has been this kind of key degree throughout uh, 2020, the Saturn-Pluto conjunction fell at 22 Capricorn on January the 12th, 2020. So, you know, new moon, new beginnings, but next to Pluto, yeah. there is this, yeah. I, I, I kind of feel that new moon on January the 13th is really the time to shut the door on 2020. That's when you shut the door, you kind of let go of the things that aren't working. You kind of, you know, things are final. You put it behind you. And then you move on. But there is still this this theme of endings and beginnings, isn't there? You know, it's like it, any new beginning that we move into now, what do we have to let go of? What what's gone? What are we kind of grieving? Where's the loss? It's not it's not just a sort of skipping into a new. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> it's... You know, a new beginning or skipping into the future. It's actually been there's been a lot of grit and pain and release and loss that's had to go on to get to the stage we're at now and I think this new moon on January the 13th could be quite pivotal for that reason I think it's about yeah I do think it's about burying the dead you know or attempting to bury the dead mm. um and the kind of or cremating the dead mm. you know there's a kind of feeling of um I mean, Pluto is not is not moving out of Capricorn. That's important to say that the Lord of the Underworld world will be in Capricorn for several years more. He's got more to do in there. Yeah, is it twenty twenty three? He moves on. Yeah, it is, isn't it? When you know, that's when Saturn completes its transition through Aquarius, but then Pluto moves into Aquarius. Yeah, but it's very important. Okay, that that Pluto is still there, and now he's he's able to operate without saturn and jupiter getting in the way i mean he had help from saturn and jupiter um but there's still more of um more to be revealed more to be unearthed more to come up about the structures of our society and the corruption in our societies and how that really works and where the power is mm. um and so this is a point of of burying the dead but it's going to come back around again mm. so it's not unfortunately we can't say it's a final final now we're in the age of aquarius no that's not right you know actually we still have a little we have more to do in this capricorn area yeah. um and that you know it's it's somehow kind of might be quite might be easier to get stuff done mm. um but yeah. this is a new moon, just as a sort of general point for people. This is a new moon to bury stuff. Yeah. You know, bury the bad news. It's 
wait until a few days later if you're going to be starting something. Mm. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, and almost at the same time, then there is, it's interesting, isn't it? There's this sort of really key new moon in Capricorn on the 13th. But on the 8th, Mercury moves into Aquarius. Mm. Um, on the 14th, Uranus turns stationary direct, which is Aquarius co-ruler. And then on the 17th, we have this first big major aspect between Jupiter and Aquarius, square Uranus and Taurus. So as we kind of close the door on the Capricorn, um, themes you know there is this new door opening on Aquarius themes and in, in quite a powerful and punchy way actually very strong in that mid-January period and this I mean I think this is partly sciencey stuff um, but you know it's very strong mm. and it's going to get strong in February even stronger in February this Aquarian wave there's not a wave because it's wind you know it's an Aquarian windstorm coming um, and sweeping all before it mm. um, and in, in, a, in certain directions, you know, so that we will leave behind 2020. I think, I don't think that the lockdowns are particularly going to stop, but we're going to be leaving behind 2020. I, I, the image I have is of, of uh, you know, people leaving their shoes behind when they move really, you know, when they're running really quickly you know, that we're leaving, we're leaving stuff behind. And that's partly what this new moon is about is leaving something, leaving stuff behind, mm -hmm. which we can do temporarily for a while. We'll be able to bury stuff, but we may have to come back and exhume it again later. Okay. That's quite, uh, quite good imagery there, Christina, <laughs> in that Pisces way that you have. Yes. Well, <laughs> you know, astrology is more metaphorical. The, you know, the, for me, the image, you know, if you can get the images that, it's easier to understand anyway. mm. Mm. and I think also this period as well is that you know this is whatever gets seeded on this Jupiter Saturn conjunction in Aquarius you know you you need to run with that as well yeah on Mercury's in Aquarius on January the 8th this is this is the time to run with it and start to make you know make an impact with it that Jupiter Uranus square for me shouts freedom I think mm. there's going to be a real um, push for freedom whatever that means um, you know there is the sort of danger of this Aquarius the Saturn in Aquarius is that you know there's a lot of control and rules and regulations and that Jupiter Uranus is a real kind of cry for freedom you know I noticed that they're trying to stop protests at the moment social media we get limited on what we can say um, so I think the Jupiter Uranus is going to be this real real voice of freedom um, I don't know. I mean, I think that there's going to be a bit of a jackboot as well. Well, yeah. Coming along, yeah. you know, that, there's going to be more regulation. There okay. is, but yeah, I no, I agree with that. But I think we will sort of um, there's going to be some kind of uh, retaliation or some shock to that with the Jupiter Uranus square. So, I mean, I would guess actually one of the things that might start with the even at the end of December is more regulations around how we can communicate. Mm. And as you're saying, but then the square will come along and people will push back against that. Yeah. that's what And I'm that thinking. is going to be one of the themes of 2021 is more regulation around our communications and our social, mm. how we interact socially. So social distancing or whatever, mm. and more pushback mm. also. And that's where the tension is going to lie. And these are, 
big these are big themes in society as a whole mm. which may also play out on, on in your personal life mm. yeah i and on a personal note I, at that mid-january period i think i is ripe for taking a leap of faith being impulsive really you know if you if you if there's something you really want to do that is a good time to kind of leap into action because i think moves may need to be quite dramatic in a way um well the conjunction of the uranus turning uh when does uranus station on january the 14th it turns direct on january the 14th and then the jupiter uranus square is on the 17th because the other, so there's three things that are happening. There's with with Uranus. So it turns direct. Uh, it makes a conjunction with Mars, which I think is important. Or Mars makes a conjunction with it, and it makes that square. Mm. And these are all about making shock, awe, surprise, mm. um, making doing something surprising, and turning things upside down. Especially, mm. obviously, for the Taurus among us. You know, this is the time to say, actually, I'm. You know. Uh, I'm no longer a banker. I'm a. I'm going to go live in the South Seas and paint. Well, yeah, and I think all the fixed signs, you know, yeah. Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, Aquarius, you know, fixed signs, they don't um, often like change. They don't, you know, respond well to change. But that mid-month period is the time to shake things up. Yeah, or in, be shaken, you know. In, ex- or be shaken in the key and it's going to be the key areas of your life you know it's where you live it's it's your work it's um your identity it's your relationships it's these key areas of life um so i think there's going to be quite a few people sort of jumping into something new and in a way that might shock others yeah the other thing that's happening at that around that period is that um uranus is not only making conjunction with mars which is very quite an aggressive planet it's also making conjunction with Black Moon Lilith, which is pretty taboo breaking as well. Okay. So I, you know, uh, I would look at the Taurus in my life. I would also look at the Scorpio in my life mm-hmm. um, to see what, you know, who, who, who's the Scorpio hanging out with? What's, mm-hmm. the, what's happening with Scorpio's relationships? Mm-hmm. Um, and I also think that it's something... Um, it's a pos- potential for Leos really to break out with your career, yeah. you know, really to do something that may be outrageous. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know, uh, start, a, you know, an erotic underwear business. I don't know. You know, it's something that's like, <laughs> this we're talking about, right? You know, we need, we need the Leos to write in to let us know what they're going yeah. to be doing. What, what is it you're going to be doing? That's really surprising. <laughs> uh, but you know, it's it, it, there's and there's the potential there for this to really be something that um, takes off. Mm. You know, uh, whatever it is, mm. or that you're going to be able to really break free with this. Yeah, um, and it so, it is a theme for the year. I feel. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, this is it. Really, is an exciting transitional end to one year and beginning to another. Yeah. More so than I think we've had for really. Oh God, we've had, we've had so many of these. Oh, here we go. You know, everything's in Capricorn again, and isn't it depressing? Um, starts to the year, and now everything is moved. Just like boom, yeah. You know, and it's like a, uh, an ex- 
it's like like I said, it's like this hurricane of energy. Yeah, um, uh, um, leave some people behind. It's yeah, and you know this. This makes so much sense because it's been a massive year of reassessment for so many people. Yeah. You know, it's been, you know, on a lot of levels, it's been a really painful year. But when you have these crises, you do often take a close, you know, close look at your life and think, right, you know, what am I going to do moving forwards? This, you know, I want change. I want to embrace change. I want to do something new. I want to kind of react or respond to um to what's going on so you can kind of see it building can't you you can see it building and also what's interesting is that for those you know for for all of us it's surprising that it's in the or it's in these fixed signs mm. so the people who you thought were most fixed and most sort of stuck on one direction yeah are the ones who are most likely to make some kind of radical shift that will be surprising yeah for everyone Absolutely. and because it's fixed it means you know that affects everybody it's in yeah. these fixed places. The places where you, that you thought were fixed are the places that these things move. Yeah. Yeah. Exciting times ahead. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Ah! Exciting <laughs> times ahead. I mean, it's scary and exciting altogether. But we need to complete now, Christina. So um, everybody just have a fantastic end of year as best you can. Yeah. And then, you know, really sort of go running into 2021 i would leaving those shoes behind (laughs) so beautifully put yeah merry christmas merry christmas we'll see you again in 2021 take care and happy solstice also yeah take care Bye. bye